0: Peace be to you, brothers and sisters. Let's continue on uh, looking at the book of Romans. God's righteousness, a great God, amazing salvation. Today, let's look at Romans chapter 12, verses 9 to 21. Living sacrifice in social life love in action We can divide Romans chapter 12 into three parts first two verses talks about living sacrifice as an individual Uh, Verses 3 to 8 talks about living sacrifice in the church. Verses 9 to 21 talks about living sacrifice in society. If you were to read Romans chapter 12 verses 9 to 21, you would notice one thing. It seems like we we are reading the book of Proverbs. Look at verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Verse 11. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Look at verse 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Verse 14
1: let those
0: who persecute you bless and do not curse seems like we are reading the book of Proverbs if you are to read and organize the whole uh 13 verses you would notice that there is a central theme that runs through these 13 verses it is let our love be without hypocrisy as Christians there there are three areas of our love that should be without hypocrisy. Love God without hypocrisy. Love others without hypocrisy. Love our enemies without hypocrisy.
1: This
0: is teaching us how to witness for the Lord and how to be living a sacrifice for the Lord. The first Let's first look at the principle of love, love without hypocrisy. In verse uh, 9 Let love be without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good as Christians we know love is of utmost importance
1: because
0: God, uh, jesus said the greatest command is to love our Lord the lord our God with all our heart all our mind and all our strength and to love others just like we love ourselves before the lord departed from earth he gave us a new commandment to love One another. Because of this, people will know you are my disciples. That's why love is a trademark of Christians. Of course, with with all good things, there are false sides of it. In, uh, if you are to look at watches, uh, Rolex, okay. there are fake Rolexes. Paypal. When you look at bags, LV, okay. there are fake LVs. <laughs> because these are expensive items. <laughs> but let me ask you, <laughs> have you seen fake toilet paper? Yes there are other brands Different brands But it seems like nobody make fake brands of these Because these are not worth much You can earn much from these Because love is so precious That's why there are fake things that come out from it that's why paul said uh, let our love be without hypocrisy it shouldn't be fake in the original text this word hypocrisy it's just like to be an actor so we when we love it shouldn't be it's just like we're we're acting out love
1: When
0: we love just to put on a show, then that love is of no value. There's this article that's uh, written very articulately about this. The title of this is Love Is. And there's a part of it that goes like
1: this.
0: Love is slow to suspect. Quick to trust. Slow to condemn, quick to justify. Slow to offend and quick to defend. Slow to reprimand, quick to forbear. Slow to belittle and quick to appreciate. Slow to demand and quick to give slow to provoke and quick to help slow to resent and quick to forgive and after reading this, we will we will realize how beautiful love is.
1: But in the,
0: if there's true love, then there is righteousness in it. That's why we abhor what is evil and appreciate what is good. And we are living in a world that is filled with evil. We have to abhor what is evil. And we have to draw near and cling to what are good, what things that are good. 啊,是怎么说? Or we can put it like this. If we cling to what is good and what is righteous, then we will depart from what is evil. 上万的, or the opposite. 咱也亲君, If we cling to what is evil, then we will depart from what is
1: good. very famous preacher, D.L. Moody, once said, The Bible will keep you from sin, or sin will keep you from the Bible the
0: bible will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from the bible this is a deficient a choice that we have to choose. you have to choose between what is good and what is evil but our love should be should not be fake we have to be abhorring what are things that are evil and yet we have to appreciate and draw close to what are the things that are good this is the principle of love as we understand the principle of love there are three kinds of love that we need to take note of
1: our
0: love for the Lord should not be without hypocrisy how do we know that this is true love hey you yes, need to serve the lord fervently look at verse uh, verse 11 of chapter 12 never be lacking in zeal but keeping your spiritual fervor serving the lord and the uh, focal point of this verse is the last sentence keep your spiritual fervor seven. The original text for this word serving is being a servant. We have to take up our status as a servant of the Lord. Our heart should desire to serve the Lord as his servant. Only then can we show show the Lord that our love for him is real. In the first two chapters of the book of Exodus, talks about how the people of Israel were slaves in Egypt and they were serving there in a very uh, pitiful manner end of chapter 3 God had called Moses out to be the one who lead the people of Israel out of Egypt is it because God had pity upon the people of Israel because our God is merciful but the focal point of the book of Exodus is not God's mercy. In, uh, instead, the Exodus focuses on the transfer of sovereignty. And this is also the focal point of our salvation. The people of Israel were slaves in Egypt. Pharaoh. They were there serving Pharaoh. Pharaoh, is Pharaoh was their master. When they were when they were saved from Egypt, they have changed masters. Pharaoh is no longer their master. God became their master. From that day on. It is the duty of the people of Israel to serve God. You have to transfer your allegiance from Pharaoh to God. Look at Exodus chapter 3 verse 12. This was what God said to Moses.
1: And
0: God said, I will be with you and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. God, Your church, God has saved us out of this world.
1: Not only
0: have we uh, been uh, saved from this a world of
1: suffering.
0: It is not for us to be to be able to enter heaven. But it is for us to be to be able to make a decision that from this day forward we will serve the Lord. It is a transferring of our uh, sovereignty of the Lord. So dear church. After we've become Christians, please remember, none of us are truly free people. We are served of God. All of us needs to serve the Lord.
1: We
0: will serve the Lord with the same fervor that we served the world in the
1: past.
0: You know, if you are truly a, a person who loves God, you will not be lazy. Because laziness is a very first enemy in serving God. Jesus once gave this example. There's a servant who had 5,000 talents, and another servant who had 2,000 talents. Hey, 1, and one servant had 1,000 talents. And the one who had 5,000 earned another 5,000, the one who, that had 2,000 earned another 2,000. While well, the one with 1,000 did not earn anything. <laughs> and the master was so angry and he uh, he punished the one that had 1,000. <laughs> and the, what was the first thing he said? You lazy and wicked servant. <laughs> and he was rebuked. Uh, he was called lazy and wicked. What is laziness?
1: piece
0: begins with slacking, becoming overly lax and ends with not wanting to do anything. I understand don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say here. Relax, relax. You know, being relaxed at times are
1: good.
0: But we shouldn't be too
1: relaxed. Because if you
0: become too relaxed, you will not want to do anything. You know, if a person wants to be lazy, he, he has a million reasons for him to be
1: lazy.
0: If you don't want to do something, you will find an alibi, you will find an excuse for not to do it. As a person, I'm not very intelligent. I'm very average. Maybe what's good, uh, the good quality that I can find in me is I'm hardworking. Because when I was younger, because my mom called me and said to me, She gave me this Chinese proverb. Use diligence to compensate for your lack of skill.
1: It's
0: okay if you don't have enough intelligence, just be diligent. So I remember my mother saying this to me use your diligence to compensate for your lack of skill that's why Paul said love people without hypocrisy show your love through your actions be diligent do not be lazy we have to serve the Lord fervently this word fervently is very meaningful it means that the water is reached 100 degrees and it's boiling. <laughs> That's why we have to maintain 100 degrees in our heart. <laughs> use that kind of heart uh, in, to serve the Lord fervently. <laughs> There's this saying that really touched me and moved me.
1: <laughs> this
0: Christian may burn out but he must not rust out. I don't know if you have such an experience. I don't know if you have such an experience especially in this past three years of pandemic for the past three years none of us had traveled much we have not gone out of the country and we stayed home mostly just look at this look at your
1: shoe
0: whether it's your leather shoes or or your uh, uh, athletic shoes if you have to maintain them and you just keep them in the shoe cabinet. After two two or years. After two years, you brought it out. You, you see, you see. Just try it on. Sometimes when you put it on, after walking for a while, <laughs> piece by piece, it will disintegrate. <laughs> one time I went to Singapore. I wore this pair of shoes to Singapore.
1: After one day.
0: After one day. <laughs>
1: the whole
0: sole of my shoe disintegrated. <laughs> Because I have not worn that shoe for a while and I forgot about it. So I had no choice but to buy a pair of shoe in Singapore. We are like
1: that.
0: If you have not served the Lord with fervency, our determination, our talent, our gifts will will slowly deteriorate. May the Lord help us. Do we truly love God? It should not be uh, with hypocrisy. How, How can we avoid hypocrisy in it? That we have to serve the Lord fervently. Look at the second
1: one.
0: When we love others, it should be without hypocrisy. How, how do we do this? We need to continue loving each other. How do we love each other? In this part of the passage, there are two uh, methods that were suggested to us. The first,
1: It's
0: the rule of advance and retreat. What does this mean? Look at this verse. Look at chapter 12, verse
1: 10.
0: Be devoted to one another in brotherly love, honor one another above
1: yourselves.
0: These are the methods of loving each other. We have to be devoted to one another and we need to honor one another. What does it mean to be devoted to one
1: another?
0: You need to know when to advance and when to retreat. In our interpersonal
1: relationships, there
0: are occasions that we need to advance and there are occasions that we need to retreat. Love is an action. When you just sit Uh, All the time, you just sit at home. You don't associate or interact with other people. You cannot have an intimate relationship or close relationships with (laughs) others. In fact, when you come to church, you just sit there. After worship service, you go home. You have never spoken to anyone. You will never develop close ties and or relationships with others. That's why we have to advance a bit. When we see people, say hi. we say hi. In the past, we can shake hands. Maybe right now we're a bit wary about it. But we have to express our interest in the lives of others. This is called advancement. what we cannot go too close. Sometimes you need to learn to retreat a bit. For example, when people shake hands, with
1: us,
0: you cannot just keep shaking hands without letting go.
1: You will
0: find it very difficult if somebody refuses to let go of your hand. That's too close. That's why when we love each other, sometimes we need to advance and sometimes we need to retreat. Be devoted to one another, honor one another. There's a Chinese saying that's uh, quite similar. The friendship of a gentleman is as tasteless as water, that of a petty man sweet as honey. This is very
1: meaningful.
0: If you're always sticking together,
1: sooner
0: or later problems will arise. You would notice something that's interesting. So, sometimes when a group of friends would go out and travel together, you know, oftentimes if they travel for a while, they come home, they, they have fight, they quarrel. Sometimes after the travel, they're no longer friends. Because when you're together all the time, we sometimes fail to give give each other space. So may the Lord help us. When we love each other, Healthy. We need to know, know how when to advance and when to retreat. <coughs> the second, <coughs> when we love each other, <coughs> we need to practice hospitality. <coughs> In verse 13, <coughs> share with God's people who are in need practice hospitality
1: you know
0: the word in need here it's uh, in the original text it means to share
1: well the
0: word share in the original it's the original Greek text it means koinonia many times when we translate the word koinonia we mean or we translate it to mean fellowship to have fellowship Means to share. 運用什麼啊? What do we share? 運用你的豐富, to share your abundance, to share your provisions, 運用你的喜努, to share your joy, to share your pains. It means we are to share anything and everything that we have. Because true love, it's not just merely words, it it can be manifested through actions. Look at 1
1: John 3.18. Dear
0: children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth when we truly love each other we show it with our actions not only do we act it out but we look for opportunities to be able to act
1: it out
0: we have to practice hospitality towards our
1: guests
0: he talks about those who live from a foreign land who travel to our place.
1: Maybe
0: preachers or missionaries from foreign from foreign areas. During the time of Paul, it's not like our times when we have a lot of hotels. There are inns during that time, but it's very expensive. But when brothers and, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ comes and pass through your place, <laughs> We do our best to help these people. We accept them and we we, uh, we bring them in. We have to show them full hospitality. But in Chinese, just like sharing one dish. It, no, it's just it's it goes beyond one dish.
1: The word,
0: the word here practicing means to pursue. It means an active pursuit to find opportunities to be able to help and accept those
1: people. Look at Hebrews 13 verse 2.
0: Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, some people have entertained angels without knowing it. 人知啊, you know, sometimes it's very complicated when we uh, when we entertain guests. 但你真的记得, but you have to remember, but this is an opportunity and a method for which God will be able to bless us. 哦, 方姐, I'll, I'll share with you a testimony. 当, 当, uh, when um, my, uh, my wife had our first child, I received a phone call. There is a f- uh, female uh, missionary. F- missionary coming uh, who is passing by the Philippines. And I was requested if I can uh, entertain her for one week. During that time my wife just gave
1: birth. But
0: since she is a missionary and I said, okay, you can live with us. But I did not
1: know.
0: But before she became a missionary, she was, she was a nurse. She was a practicing
1: nurse.
0: Not only was she a nurse, but she trained as a midwife. Wow. And that week that she spent with us became a great blessing for me and for my household. Because she saw that my wife just gave birth. So she gave me tips on how to take care of the baby, how to uh, bathe the baby. So all my three children, uh, uh, I was the one who bathed them. (laughs) Because I had an expert who came and and trained me how to do it. It, I didn't know that I was entertaining an angel. But there was one time, (laughs) I received another phone call. (laughs) There was a pastor who wants to travel to the Philippines to rest. (laughs)
1: Because this
0: uh, uh, pastor uh, experienced some difficulties and was going through depression.
1: (laughs) She want
0: he wants to come to the Philippines to rest for a week. I completely don't know this person. He, he was a complete stranger. A friend called me up. Can you help this person? Said, okay, no problem. I said, okay, no problem. So he stayed with me for one week. Sometimes I would bring him out to visit other places. Sometimes uh, because during that time we were still living in Talayan, he would just walk around in Talayan.
1: Because
0: his main point in coming here was to rest. After one week. After one week, he went back home. I have never met that person anymore. So When we entertain people, it's not like we were to gain benefits
1: from it.
0: We have to learn to love each other in the Lord. Sometimes it can be a bit more complex and bothersome. But that's how love is. So may the Lord help us. That's why when we love uh, on one another, it should be without hypocrisy. But the third, when we love our enemy, it should be without hypocrisy. Also. How can we do it? Overcome evil with
1: good.
0: This is the climax of the whole passage. Because Paul used six verses to talk about this. That's almost half of it. Imagine there are just 13 verses in this passage, in this part, and he used six uh, six verses to talk about this. Because this is probably the hardest Want to practice. It is the most challenging.
1: But if
0: you don't know how to love God, if you don't know how to love other people, then don't talk to me about loving your enemies. That's why Paul went. Uh, uh, taught us how to love God and love others without hypocrisy first. And he later on on the last part taught us how to love our enemies without
1: hypocrisy.
0: How do we do this? There are several things. Number Number one. Bless and do not curse. Look at verse 14. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Pick you. Those, who, those who persecute
1: you.
0: Maybe because of your faith, because of our faith, we are being persecuted. Not because we did something wrong. When we are suffering for the Lord, do not curse those who persecute you. Instead, let's bless these
1: people.
0: Because we want to show them how valuable and how good the gospel truly is. When Jesus was there on the cross, He set a very good example for us. Father, forgive them their sins. Because they don't know what they're doing. Jesus had the had the opportunity to curse his people, but he refused. When the high priest came to arrest Jesus, Peter took out a knife. He wanted to defend Jesus. What did Jesus say? To, uh, put away that knife. Do so, you know? And I can have 12 battalions of angels. The Lord, uh, my God, can set, can set 12 battalions of angels to, to save me here. During the time, uh, Roman era, one battalion is about
1: 6,000 men.
0: So when Jesus said, My Father can send 12 battalions, so He can send about 72,000 angels. In the uh, book of, uh, uh Isaiah there is something that happened. he's a during the
1: time of his
0: Because the Lord God has sent one angel to kill 185,000 soldiers. Just um, calculate this. If one angel can kill (inaudible) 185,000, if there are 72,000 angels,
1: he, that, uh, that 72,000
0: angels can kill 13.3 billion men. What does this mean? All of us will die. Jesus had the power to curse his enemies, but he refused to do so. He Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. That's why we are called to bless and not curse.
1: There was
0: recorded in the Bible that there was a centurion who saw Jesus on the cross and he said, He said, surely this man was the son of God. This is your testimony. Because Jesus left such a good testimony for those who don't know him. And they can declare that uh, truly he is the son of God and I hope that one day people will approach us and say you are truly a Christian you are truly a child of God because of your testimony the second how do we love our enemies Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Live at peace with everyone. Look at verses 17 and 18. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. We are living in a world that's very divisive, that's full of hate and anger. Because we have different point of views of things. That's why there are a lot of conflicts that that are happening Because of our flesh Because as a child of God We are called a children of peace We have to exert every effort to live at peace with people
1: if it's not uh
0: if it's not opposing the truth, we have to live at peace with other. In history, there's this very unique
1: story. This is uh
0: six-feet lane. This happened in the uh, region of Anhui in China. If you go to Anhui in China, you will find this lane. You know the backstory of this? There were two families that were f- uh, feuding.
1: You know
0: why they were fighting? They were fighting over a piece of land. Maybe the boundaries or the demarcation line between properties were not very clear during that
1: time.
0: So there was this family who was trying to build a house. They they have a conflict and a quarrel with <laughs> another family.
1: Because the
0: other the neighbor was claiming that your yeah, the, the other family was building his wall. For his fence on his property.
1: This
0: person who was building the house, who was constructing the house, his father was a government
1: official.
0: So that person wrote a letter to tell on his father. and he wanted his father to exert his influence as a government official to suppress the others. So, as a result, the father responded with another letter. And this is what the letter
1: contains.
0: Sending a letter from miles away because of a wall, but why not compromise the three feet? The Great Wall of China still stands, but who sees Emperor Qin? What does this mean? <laughs> you you send a letter from so many miles away just because of a wall.
1: What's the
0: problem of giving up three feet to the other side? Look at this. The Great Wall of China still stands today. Let me ask
1: you.
0: But where's the emperor? Where's Emperor Qin, the one who constructed this wall? What does this mean? Life is short. Is it uh, what, is, what value is it for you to quarrel over material things?
1: <laughs>
0: After you die, the wall will still be there. <laughs> and the son was truly moved by the letter of his father. <laughs> That's why he he retreated three feet. After the, the opposite side, the opposing side, learned about this. And he was also embarrassed. He and he also gave up three feet. <laughs> so now the three feet. That uh, that was in uh, that was in contention became six feet. So And that's why it, it came uh the six feet lane came from it. May the Lord help us. This is practicing how. Uh, this is practicing for us to practice how we can overcome evil with good This is a method for us to love our enemies. The third option. Revenge is the Lord's. And overcome evil with good. Use good to overcome evil. Look at verse 19. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. When we feel that other people are unfair towards us, it's natural for us to be angry. This is a normal reaction. There's nothing wrong there. But as Christians, we need to learn the second response. Do not try to avenge yourself. Commit everything to the hands of the Lord. Because the Lord said, The Lord said, Vengeance is mine, and I will take revenge for you. I know this lesson, I confess this lesson is a very difficult lesson to to learn and to practice. But it's something that I I am continually learning. Sometimes I'm successful, sometimes I fail. You know, as pastors,
1: you know,
0: as a pastor, I don't know, there are times when people will just for for unknown reasons will just get angry with me. And after hearing about it, I will not be happy. <laughs> but after sitting and thinking about it. I realized that I'm not such a good person, so I'm willing to let go. So I leave and commit everything to the Lord and let the Lord uh, uh, take, take action on it. But the Bible does not stop
1: there the
0: Bible did not just stop in saying that we leave vengeance to the
1: Lord
0: the Bible went on another step look at verse 20 on the contrary if your enemy is hungry feed him if he's thirsty give him something to drink in doing this you will be heaping burning coals on his head
1: when
0: your enemy is hungry feed him if he's thirsty, give him something
1: to drink. This
0: is a way to love our enemies. In the Bible explained
1: this. Because
0: if you do this, it's like you're heaping burning coals upon his head. What does this mean? Because this came from the uh, Old Testament the book of Proverbs Look at Proverbs uh, uh, 25, 21-22 If your enemy is hungry give him food to eat If he is thirsty give him water to drink In doing this you will keep burning coals on his head and the Lord will reward you Take note of the last sentence If you do this the Lord will reward you Why will the Lord reward you?
1: Because
0: you did what is right
1: because
0: God is pleased with what you did. So, so the, It's right, it's
1: right, it's good.
0: That's why for the Lord this is right and this is good.
1: Of course, the
0: theologians have a lot of different explanations for keeping burning coals upon the head of your enemy. But, uh, so some people will explain that this will make that person sad. <laughs> it's, uh, other people explain that this is for that person to repent and and he would feel very warm. There are different explanations. <laughs> but for me, the most important uh, reason <laughs> we overcome evil with good <laughs> for our enemies, for our opposi- uh, opposition to experience God's love that they can come before the Lord to repent Romans chapter 12 talks about living sacrifice after becoming Christian we are the servants of the Lord we offer ourselves our bodies as living sacrifice to the Lord we offer ourselves first as living sacrifice no longer do we live for ourselves but we live for the Lord we uh, we become living sacrifices collectively. We, uh, we we, uh, we come together as as a, as a, a body. Group, as a body we appreciate and we do not just criticize each other and the last one is for us to live as living sacrifices in society we love the people inside a church so that people will know that we are Christians on the outside when we meet with people who oppose us we have to continue loving them love our enemies we have to bless them and not curse them it is for us to give a good testimony for the Lord in this world please remember everything that we do we do it for the Lord It's about Christ. It is about Christ. May the Lord help us. This is a very important message in the book of Romans chapter 12. Let's pray. Dear God, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this uh, very important reminder, Lord, that we are your servant. No longer are we living for ourselves because we have transferred our allegiance, Lord, from this world. And and we have transferred our allegiance to you, Lord, because you are the one who's sovereign over our lives, Lord. We no longer live for ourselves, but we live for you. So that's why everything that we do, Lord, should be for you, for your glory, Lord, should point people to you. Whether it's ourselves, our lives, Lord, as living sacrifice or collectively inside the church that we offer, uh, the whole church as a body living for you or as in society, Lord, to point uh people to your way to point those who persecute us those who oppose us lord those who fight against us lord to show them your love to show them who you truly are lord by repaying evil with good lord as you have, teaches, have, as you have taught us, Lord, help us to live this uh, by your grace. Help us to live this by the leading of your Holy Spirit, amen, amen. and help us to give a good testimony, Lord, for you and for for uh, for all the other people to see and to repent and to come to know you. Amen. Help us, Lord, as we live for you as a living sacrifice. We uh, pray, Lord, everything in your name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. amen. Next week,
0: let's look at Romans chapter 13, verses 1 to 7. It tells us, it teaches us that we as Christians should not owe anybody anything. There's only one thing that we need, we can owe. We owe people a love. Let's look at love, how we can owe love to other people. Romans chapter 13 verses 1 to 7. Let's meet again next week. God bless you.